Keep it real Fridays with Celatine and Brian Willis. Welcome to Keep It Real Fridays. I am Celatine, your social architect. With and I'm Brian Willis, no relation of Bruce. What's good, Brian Willis? Today I'm good, my guy. Special, I'm good. You know, I always say we have a special guest in the building, but uh, it's no longer special anymore because everyone is special. Today we have royalty. We have the king of vibes. We have the late night king. <laughs> Without no further ado, Fizzy Parker. What's popping, bro? Fizzy Parker, what's good, my guy? I'm great, nice brother. To... How you keeping, man? Nice to have you on your <laughs> show, man. It's a pleasure. Nice. Thank you for having me, man. It's it's, it's a pleasure, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I like to think this has been a long. I, th- I think I met. I'm just trying to think back to when I met uh, when we when I first got to know Drizzy. Must be 2009, 2010. Twitter. Man, when when, when Twitter was Twitter, man. Yeah, when the politicians and Facebook people like Brian Willis had come on Twitter. I think Brian came on Facebook. You know, it was <laughs> it was some, but yeah, that's what, that's. I think that's when we first got acquainted, and um, we also have a mutual friend. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sure I think he also produced a couple of tracks for you, Iceberg Imperial. Yeah, man, back back in the day, man, back in the day, man. <laughs> back, oh, man. back, back, good times, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 and. Um, yeah, that was such a, a time in, I don't know, at what point did you leave Zim? Man, so I left, I, so I came back, I came back basically, I left like around 2006 first, because that's when I finished like upper six. Then I came back around um, 2015, and then I left again like about two years ago. Um so I literally up and down man, like between here like in London and, and back in Zim so so where's the you went to the UK that recently yeah man so it's 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 strange basically like to cut a long story short um I prefer I prefer I prefer Zim to here so um <laughs> otherwise was, that place sucks <laughs> it, it sucks man so basically in terms of like my because obviously by day like i'm I, I work i'm like a it consultant so um basically an opportunity in zim came up that i just thought mm. would be better for me in the long term so yeah i decided to come back and then obviously as you know stuff just went left like you know like not getting paid and everything so I had to like make a yeah. choice so I had I to come back <laughs> <laughs> that's Zim for you that's Zim Man. for you <laughs> but, but I miss it though like I'm... sorry when you said opportunity in Zim I actually wanted to ask is it like a love opportunity or opportunity <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, so, 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 nah, so I'll, I'll break it down. So basically, I'll be sure, like, you know, here in in um, 
in UK, when you come out of uni, even though you do a degree in something, it's really hard to like get into that profession. So I found that I was doing, I was in a job that had nothing to do with my degree and it just it just wasn't sitting right with me so i actually just decided that i'd rather like basically what i did i came i went back to zim to like basically be a graduate even though like i probably graduated two three years before so i went on a graduate program just so that i could have like it experience and actually mm. do it so at the time it was a bit humbling because obviously i felt that I should be further up but then it's it sort of helps me in the long run because when i came back here i now had the experience so it was it was much easier to get that kind of job okay and That's socially what was an issue for you um socially blending yeah. um so because i because i did uni here and because i just always kept in touch with people I always had friends here, so it was it was sort of easy to um, come back and just and obviously my mom's here, um, so yeah, it didn't. I mean, obviously I was a little homesick at the time because obviously you know Zim is Zim. It's just it's just you know it's home. So yeah. even though I was even though I was born here, I just always felt more at home there. So um, yeah. it took time. But obviously, you know, uh, made it made it work. Even though, like, if you ask me where I prefer to be, I probably prefer to be back yeah. home. But obviously, yeah, you know, that's that's gonna um, take a bit of time. So, hey, yo, hold on. So you you were born in the UK. Yeah. One of your parents is from Zim, right? Yeah. yeah. And you have some Nigerian roots. So how in touch are you with that side of your ethnicity? So I think I'll, I'll be honest with you. So like growing up, so like I'd say up until I moved to them, like my childhood was predominantly Nigerian. Like my dad, because my dad's from Nigeria. And then obviously yeah. um, when I moved to them, um, it was like completely no longer in my in my system because obviously I'm now in them. And then me and my dad yeah. are not like the closest. So... I think like uni, when I came back from uni, all my friends were Nigerian. So um, that's how I sort of got back into it. But then like, I think probably the last two, three years, I've, I've been getting like, you know, more in touch with my family, learning Yoba. Um, so I think I have a, a good balance at the moment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, it's, just, it's, just so, it's just so diverse. So. Like in terms of like, because I've been listening to to, to some of your movies, like so does race and certain cultural aspects uh, influence like your choices, like when you're dating. Um. So yeah. So it's like I think in terms of my serious relationships, I've always dated like a Zim girl, like a Zim woman. So it's like um, that's what I've known in terms of relationships. But like, you know as i've been dating it's been it's been a bit different <laughs> um but i think i think it's it's sort of easier i'd say for me it's probably easier to like date a zim woman just because like there's a familiarity like in terms of like mm. culture where you're from not to say i wouldn't get that from a uh from a nigerian woman but you see 
like one thing about like Nigerians is that um, it's one thing to be Nigerian, right? Just by like you know my parents, my dad's from Nigeria, and, having like, blood, Nigerian blood, yeah, and, and then actually it's growing up in Nigeria, actually, yeah. So you just find that you know a lot of the time, you know perhaps a Nigerian woman would like, you know, someone who grew up there or was just or was fully in touch with the culture. Like, I mean, root, root deep. And I, I wouldn't say I am. I'd say I'm still, you know, mm. learning new things. So, I mean, mm. I try not to like, you know, judge anyone and say, oh, no, I can't be with you if you're not from here. But I mean, if you just ask me on the ease of it, it would probably yeah. be much easier, you know, be with someone. Keep it real Fridays with Celadine and Brian Willis. <laughs> what up, what up? Keep it real. Keep it real. Thanks for having me. It's your boy, Kalana Beats. And just a quick spill about myself, man. I'm a rapper slash producer slash writer. I make music for myself and in the hope that, you know, a few people can vibe along and get with my flow, so... Just want to thank y'all for having me. Check out my catalog. Check out my vibes. Everything is 100% me, 100% authentic. And yeah, mess with me. How long a beats? I celebrate every day like I just got paid. I just got paid. Hey, uh, I celebrate every day like I just got paid. I just got paid. Check it. Tell the bills on my tail when I'm drinking my ale. I'm left. 
What up, everybody? Brian Willis here, no relation to Bruce, and that was Kalanga Beats, based in Melbourne with the track. I celebrate every day like I just got paid. What a lovely track to have for Gimme Five this lovely Friday. We should celebrate every single day like we just got paid. As for the song, it's a feel-good song, man. I mean, easy going, nice jazzy feel. You know what I'm saying? Kind of got a Will Smith kind of vibe to it, you know, whereby the lyrics are just easily digestible. They're not those kind of lyrics where you have to have like an encyclopedia next to to a dictionary next to a thesaurus or something like that. Nah, this is just feel good music so that you celebrate every day like you just got paid. <laughs> I love the vibe that the song brings, man. It's got that positive vibe, man. I'm all about that positive energy these days, you know what I'm saying? It's all about that positivity, especially with all that negativity happening all around the world. This is a very good feel good track i love it i like it um a part of my 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 hip-hop head pedigree is kind of like saying look sometimes the bars were a bit too basic but then you know the commoner side of me is like nah but you know what not every song has to be complex not every song has to be lyrical miracle in your swimming pool you know what i'm saying not, not every song has to sound like a like a like a slaughterhouse cipher sometimes songs just gotta be easily digestible and you gotta think about the end consumer who's he's who's he talking to he's talking to everybody i mean he's talking to your mom he's talking to your sister he's talking to your granddad he's talking to your grandma you know he's talking to everybody he's not just talking to the hip-hop heads you know what i'm saying it's a feel-good song and because of that you gotta appreciate the laid-back nature of it he's thinking of the end consumer at the end of it all so without further ado drum roll please i'm gonna give this song a cool seven out of ten Shout out to Kalanga Beats, man. That's a very good song. I think you should keep it up. Keep up with such music. I mean, everybody seems to be thinking that music should always, hip-hop should always be complex. Rhyme schemes, double entendres, you know, with that with that flippity-floppity cadence. No, hip-hop can be smooth. Hip-hop can be easy. Hip-hop can be easy to consume. It's not always about the, about the hardcore hip-hop heads all the time, man. Shout out to you, man. I'm Brian Willis, no relation to Bruce, and this was Give Me Five for Keep It Real Fridays. Keep It Real Fridays with Shelatine and Brian Willis. One, th- one thing I found interesting, just to take it to the music a little bit, I think yeah. you're, the only, you're the only rapper I know to work with MC Money. I actually, I was like, oh, I actually didn't know she she was into music like that. And for those who don't understand, uh, know who MC Money is, that is I don't know if you guys, I don't know how, how close you guys are today. Uh, that's Michelle Chiango. Yeah, man. That's so, You know, it's so interesting because it's like you know back then. Um, so this is probably like around 2009, 2010. Um, huh. So me and her actually we got. We were close then. Uh, I wouldn't say we're close um, now. Honestly I, honestly, I don't talk to her, but I, I did yeah, see her. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm also getting that vibe. I think they dated, man. <laughs> nah, 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 n
Why you don't? Nah, <laughs> nah man. But um, we were we were friends. But yeah, she basically like it was weird. Like we we started talking on Skype, and then she actually um like one of the beats I ended up using on my first ever mixtape. Like she actually hooked me up that beat, and it actually turned out it was made by by Ezra um Gobbler. So, um, yeah, so then back then, yeah, we, we had a really good friendship. But as you know, like, as, as time evolves, people grow, people become different, yeah. you know. Yeah, but I did, I did see, I did see it like a couple years ago, and it was all good. So it's just like, you know, it's just sort of how people, um, she used, just grow. she used to be very, very active on social media as well, and then she just kind of dipped. So, yeah, man. You know, yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you the thing about social media. Like, it's only because obviously I make music. But if you ask me if I'd like to delete my socials or be less active, I probably would. Just because you know, I think over time, like you know, it used to be sort of fun, and then now it gets repetitive, and then you know. Mm. Obviously, people people can be like really mean and aggressive. You know, it, you, you can just see moods and everything. So, and I people just like, get more and more desperate for attention, and they get more and more radical, doing more and more stupid stuff. It just gets so repetitive. It's it's, it's annoying. You know. So, yeah, I, I won't lie. I, I I probably don't use it as much as I used to, but I still obviously I have to try to be um, present. So, yeah. But I feel like you you did like remove some of your old old stuff right off the net. Yeah, so you know, I'll, I'll I'll tell you what that was sort of about. So basically, um, you know, obviously after I I put out Never on Schedule, that was like 2010, and then mm-hmm. 2000, 2017, I put out this project um called Thinking at 3 a.m. and that's basically the first project I produced. So yeah, you know. For me, that was sort of like a rebirth because, you know, I always sort of looked into the future when I was like even rapping in 2010. And and what I told myself was that uh, when I get into my 30s, I don't want to be rapping that much, but I want to stay in music. So I decided that, you know, I'll learn how to produce, you know, and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I just sort of took it from there. So so once I made that project, I sort of I guess I discovered who I was as a as a musician and as a person. And then you, you know, like I'm deleting all this old shit. I'm deleting it. It's gone. Yeah, I mean, you know, not not to say <laughs> not to not to say that I wasn't um I'm not like proud of the stuff I did before, but I'll give you yeah. like, a classic example. So like you know, back then, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, even when I listened to my old stuff, you know, I was rapping, like, with an American accent and, like, you know... Yeah, very different. Just very different. Like, I, I didn't know who I was. I was just, you know, trying to imitate, you know. So, obviously, I had to understand who I am as a person. And, and you know, it's okay to be yourself. You don't have to, like, try sound like anyone else. So... Yeah, I just think mm-hmm. I just think you know now everything that's there. But now, these are, but the, so these are the things that actually make 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 your story much more impactful. People can actually see that trajectory. Like, okay, no, 
used to be something like this. I know, you know what? One, one, one day, maybe, maybe in the future, I yeah. might, I, I might put the first mixtape like on on Spotify just, just for fun. Yeah. yeah. Just, just everyone can sort of hear how far we've come. <laughs> Yeah. I think we asked Tin the same thing because Tin, I think Tin took down like his SOTGs if I'm not mistaken. His nah, very first nah, ones. Nah, that's 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 not good though because those are those are classics. Those are fire. <laughs> those are classics. Yeah, man. but you see, for the same reasons, you'll be thinking, "No, I'm in a different space," and people, some annoying fans, keep on asking for old shit. No pun intended, but anyway. <laughs> nah, but you know the way the, the way the way ten the way ten's mind works. I'm sure, like probably two a year or two from now, he's gonna find a way to package it, you know, on Spotify and create, you know, excitement, you know, some nostalgia. But won't you get flagged though? Because he's using like like beats from like owned by Universal and all that jazz. He'll probably he'll probably do like he'll probably do like what. I don't know. You just notice what Wayne did with no ceilings, where he sort of put it out, but obviously the tracks that were, um, the tracks that obviously weren't, you know, be able to clear. Those are the ones that didn't make it, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I um, think that, I think he he monetized it because I remember I think he it sold twenty six thousand first week. So I'm sure maybe the the publishing. I don't know what kind of deal. That would be, that's an, actually an interesting conversation now. They probably sorted that thing out. So, yeah, I guess you can do the same. He's you know. in tune with what's going on with publishing and all that jazz. I saw one of his songs in the uh, in the new China music in the China movie. This is a movie, so I like credits. So I'm I'm sitting, I'm watching the credits, and I just see published under Tsungo Datsacho. We're like, what? This thing is actually getting publishing money. So I was like, okay, this is. This is the kind of leadership we need. Nah, you know, know, know ten is making moves. Nah, ten. You know, even like so, like if I think about like 2010, like sort of like when I'd say like on Twitter, Zim hip hop started. So it was like it was there was me, there was ten, there was like charisma, like as an active on online, right? But ten always, ten always like just seemed more like you know, like visionary in terms of like he, he he knew where he wanted to take himself and and you know when you're sort of like the number one guy and you have a vision yeah. of like where you want to go you sort of become the benchmark in a sense so like what you do then becomes like the the president so i think in his head he always sort of had these ideas of like i want to you know handle my publishing and i want to do this and that Oh, oh yeah, and by the way, the song which was even uh, you know credited over there, it's not even his song, so it means he's out here just <laughs> you know <laughs> just uh, breaking off a piece from I won't say the artist's name, but anyway, oh, man. <laughs> anyone wants to go look up can just go watch the movie and then they'll just see. But it's it's not not really. <laughs> man, yeah. it's crazy. And and to just um like okay, so a lot of people get introduced to your music from. Listening to it was late in the night. It's, that's like the one that's like the flagship. That's like pinned out there. Yeah, man. What? That's... What? what re- which relationship like made you or made you want to you know 
or inspired that that, that music? Man, so that's a, that's, that's a great question, man. Base, I'll tell Sounds you what, like a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, like, to, to, I'll be honest with you, like, I was working on this project for, like, three years. I started working on it immediately after, like, thinking at 3 a.m. because I sort of then realized, okay, you know, this is where I want to go. Like, I want to go in more in the R&B direction because you know when i decided to produce i was like okay what did i what did i grow up listening to the most and in my mom's house it was r&b like all the time so i decided you know that song and also party next door is like my favorite artist so like p pnd2 when i heard pnd2 i was like you know that's how i want my music to sound like like just sonically so yeah, so Kalong Stay Short, like, I was just working on also just improving my production skills, improving my vocals, mm. improving my rapping. Because I felt that, you know, a lot of the times, some of the things that were put against me were, oh, the mixes aren't good or, you know, whatever. Mm. Or, so I, I took, I took like, a lot of time to, you know, make sure the mixes are right, make sure, like, you know, vocally I'm clear. So yeah, I was working on a, on this project and I just made a whole load of songs. But what happened was like when lockdown started, um, yeah. I couldn't go to the studio. So I basically just like set up one at home. So I just got a mic, interface, um, and just everything I needed. And at the time of my life, like in terms of like maybe me and the opposite sex, I kept... Mm. I kept finding myself going through the same scenario where like I'd meet someone, it would be cool. And I'm just talking, this is more like the, the talking stage, getting to know someone, yeah? You talk, yeah. it's going good, and then it sort of fizzles out. And I just noticed it was like a, a pattern. So I was like, nah, obviously I've got to be the issue. And then I don't even know how it happened. You know, I just started recording and all these things you know, that I probably never really confronted or talked about, um, just started to come out. And literally, like, I've never made a project where, like, usually how it would work is that, you know, you book studio time. And you know when you book studio time, mm -hmm. you're, like, you're trying to record as quickly as possible because you want to you wanna get the most of the time you've paid for. But yeah. now, now that I was recording at home, like, I could wake up in the middle of the night and I just start with a melody and then, you know, everything will just be like, it'll just flow out. So as soon as yeah, the inspiration it, hits. Yeah. So it's really, I just drew inspiration from like, obviously relationships I'd been in and it wasn't just relationships in terms of like romantic. It was also like, you know, friendships. Cause I've also had a lot of heartbreaking friendships where like, you know, <laughs> You're you're close to you're close to someone and they betray you or you guys just fall out, you know and like damn you, you damn you Michelle damn you Michelle damn you Michelle. <laughs> but uh, just <laughs> keep it real Fridays with Celatine and Brian Willis. <laughs> Yo Drizzy. I feel that you've reached that certain age where, you know, you shouldn't have the energy to keep up with more than one girl anymore. Like, you just need to stop hoeing around, fam. I mean, don't you feel that you're now too old to run around and do all that shit anymore? Like, 
it doesn't seem like you're ever gonna get to that age where you're gonna be like, I'm too old, fuck it. You know, you just need to chill, slow down. Settle down, find you a nice girl. Commitment got me freaking out, like, do we have to do this now? Every single time I try, either someone died or someone cried. I'm not a saint in my story, but I think love just isn't for me. Hate that love felt like war, but tell me was that really love? Every single time someone comes in, I do the most to shut them out. Scars still fresher than before, I can't have them bleeding out. It's not trust issues, I know people change, and that's strange. But I hate being disappointed, and every time feels the same. Just touch my early 30s, I keep linking up with worldies. But there's always something missing, so I go ghost like something missing. I'm about to buy a house, everyone keeps asking about a spouse. But I can't face my trauma, stories that I hear just turn me colder. I met the love of my life, wrong place, wrong time. Broke her she moved on, met a man who's worth her time. Got a text one morning, and the tears won't stop. So when will you marry? Maybe when the pain will stop. Keep it real Fridays with Celatine and Brian Willis. <laughs> uh, just to dial back just the timeline a little bit. There's a time we bumped into each other at Pablo. So I remember there's actually a picture. Uh must twenty seventeen. Yeah. Was it was it also the time where you dropped the thinking at three AM? Yeah, that was around the time, yeah, definitely. So was this also the time you were also dating out or in, rather engaged to a certain a oh. certain person who has uh, dude maybe they ask the question like, properly say the oh person's God. name I'm, I can't just put that person out there it could be the wrong person so I just need <laughs> no, no, no. We, we, we don't we don't we don't need any names because then my phone no we don't need any my, names my phone's gonna blow up yes does this no, person I was, have, I, was, like, I was I was dating someone at the time yeah for sure um the handle is like connected to like property documents uh, I can't confirm nor deny that <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yeah, that's probably the person I was thinking. Like, okay, when I was listening to this, I'm like, oh, this stage, she's the one who probably like influenced this. Place. Actually, you know, it actually, so you know, this project actually wasn't. No, it wasn't even really about that one. Like, if 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 I want to tell you the main inspiration of this project, it actually was like, uh. So- but she was like a side. She didn't really have that dent of the No, nah, not even that. Like it was just you know sometimes you get in a relationship and it just doesn't work. But it's not like you guys hate each other or like you know um, some things just aren't meant to be. Like like people just grow apart. People just become different. But then if I think about like what sort of made me the way I was or why things were happening, it was because like you guys were engaged. Nah, nah, we weren't engaged. Nah, we weren't engaged. Sure. Nah, Alexander, nah. where are you getting the info, you? 
<laughs> no, she used to post. Come on now. I'm sure she cleaned up her IG, but she used to post rings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think he's only saying this because he knows. Stop putting the man on the spot. He said they were not engaged. Let's leave it at that. No, I've never been engaged before, but um, <laughs> there was, I'll, I'll put like this. There's, there's a woman I met, um, uh-huh. and we dated, and uh, basically it was sort of like I was I was staying in South Africa at the time, and because I was working on uh, I was contracting, and I knew I was going back to Zim, so I didn't really want to like do long distance with her, so I. Uh, basically ended it even though I didn't want to end it and you know she was like the greatest girl ever like she just like you know perfect girl but it just it just didn't work and then basically cut long story short um is that the girl you wrote we the want back for she's the one I wrote want back and we both know Fuck. Oh my goodness. We both know. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's sad. Yeah, she passed through. basically oh man, it's it's crazy. So so it's like uh this is why I always tell people like, you know, if if you feel in your spirit or your heart that you should do something, do it. Because basically the day before she passed away something told me hit her up hit her up and then because i was now in a relationship and she was in a relationship i was like nah i don't want us to think that you know i'm just trying to like being respectful yeah and then literally I, i i didn't do it and then literally around four in the morning someone messaged me and they said have you heard the news and i was like what news and they're like yo she she passed away and like oh man it was it was heavy, man. Dude, I was listening to that track uh, the other day, and you know, like I listened to the whole EP and sequence, and you know, there's 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 a whole uh, roller coaster of emotions in that EP, man. I mean, there's one point where you're being nagged, hey, when are you gonna get married? You know, and you're like, hey, yeah. hey, hey, leave you guys, leave me alone. And then there's, you know, there's love me where you're talking about love and all that jazz, right? But then that track was like at the very end and you know like I was listening to it and then like there's a part when you said you passed on so we'll never know and I'm like what the fuck though like it hit me hard yeah you know you know so the thing the thing of my music or like just me is that I always write from experience and it's like uh. I didn't I'm I'm gonna be honest. I didn't intend to make this type of project. I really didn't. I was I was I was trying to make something else, but you know, that's just what came out of me. So, you know, and, and I actually, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I actually wanted to ask you this question. I wanted to ask you where you go mentally when you write your stuff, because the dreamy spacey pads in the most of your productions are usually like a product of very deep thought. So you seem like somebody who who really gets like lost in your emotions. So where where exactly do you go mentally for you to write such stuff down? Man, so like, you know, I always draw from experience. So uh-huh. 
You know, there, there's some. Okay, so I'll put. Okay, uh, I'll tell you like this. Right. So, let's let's say you have some. Let's say you have some unresolved issues, right? Yeah. So because they're unresolved, you're they're always you're fresh. They're always fresh, they, right? But, <laughs> right. Nah, 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 man. Nah. Yeah. You know what? No, no, hey, go, 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 go on. Yeah. When, if he ever hears this, right? I'm like, I'm not involved. I'm not involved. Hey. <laughs> okay. So you were saying. Yeah, Sally, can you stop interrupting the man? But, but basically, man, it's like, um, so like, if if something's still fresh and you haven't addressed it, it's still, yeah. it's almost like it's still in the present. So it it was just easy for me to write because obviously these are things I never talked about to anybody. You know, these are just this is just stuff I just held in my chest. You know, so uh-huh. Uh-huh. but typically when I write, I I, I just write from experience. So, um, and the, and the crazy thing is like songs like that will take me 10, 15 minutes to write. Cause it's just so, cause I've lived it. It just, it just, I don't know. I can't yeah. It, it just comes. Like, it just flows. Yeah. yeah. It just flows. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can even tell from even like the delivery of the tracks, you know, sometimes when a song comes out or when an artist uh, delivers a song, you can tell that, okay, this song is dope, but you could tell that this took him time to write. And then there are tracks where you're like, okay, this song is dope, but you can tell that, Hey, this, this, this was, this probably didn't take this person time because it just flows off the tongue and you can just feel the emotions beat by beat. Yeah, man, you know, and, and I always, I always like, so for me, like, because I'm, I'm a producer as well, I always, yeah, you produced the whole project, right? Yeah, I did. Um, yeah. So, you know, for me, sequencing is important and just like the flow, like top to bottom. So, yeah, you know, it's just it's just like, you know, I recorded everything. I did everything. And, um, you know, when when I got it mastered, um, basically, uh-huh. I, I got it mastered by um, one of the engineers who who's 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 like signed to Dreamville. Um, yeah, yeah, man. So like now nah, this time, this time I just wanted I wanted my stuff to sound like really clean. It's weird. Like basically, I, I was online one day and I tweeted like, "I'm gonna have to like master my own my own my own shit." And basically, I I'm this is what I'm gonna assume. I'm gonna assume that because it was during COVID, uh-huh. all the engineers were like trying to find jobs to do. Because I don't know how he found my tweet. And he basically wow. just DM me and he's like, "Yo." You know, if you need mastering done, um, I can get it done for you. And yeah, basically, you know, we we got on the phone. I explained to him because what I usually do is that um, I usually pre-mix my vocals first, and then I say like, "This is how I want them to sound." But obviously, you're the expert. If you can, you know, make it sound better than what I've done, then be great. And um, yeah, man, he did a great job. So like, you know, when I get all my stuff mixed, I'll go to him now. I wanted to ask you, I don't know if you answered this question or if you heard it. I wanted to ask, who's the lady who speaks throughout your EP? And was it scripted or those were legit voice notes? Oh, so that's my, that's my, my friend, Rufaro. Uh, okay. It was, uh, it was. Damn, she's Zimbo? 
Yeah, she oh, is, man. She must be doing the most, man. <laughs> so, like, see, now it's scripted. Basically, I just tell her that, you know, I wouldn't tell her what to say. I'll just give her the scenario of, like, the song. And she's, a uh, she's great. She's, she's <laughs> like, you know, you know, the, the one back, that's like, like on Spotify, that's like my most played song. And like, I'm actually working on the treatment for the video. So I got to try to figure out a way to get her in the video. I which one, which one, which one is the most pr- uh, played? Uh, the one back. The one uh, back. Yeah. Wasn't she also on the last track? And she was also on When Will You Marry? She was on When Will You Marry? And then on the last track, she did like my, my uh, basically my B tag, like V for Virtuoso. Ah, okay. Yeah. Ah, okay. Anyway, when, speaking when, of when, when Will You Marry, you said you're about to buy a house and they're asking about a spouse. So did you cop that crib? Bro, you know, with COVID, right? So what, what they've done is, so over here, yeah. it's like, the mortgage, getting a mortgage, right? So now they've basically slashed, you know, they're saying, okay, they've basically increased the deposit that you need to have. And then also the market right now is just, it's just not steady. So I'm sort of like, let me sort of hold back a bit, you know, and then, you know, just see how it goes, man. Man, cop that crib, yo. Cop that crib. <laughs> Bro, that's the goal, man. That's the goal. That's the goal, man. man. Don't don't get those beamers or those Bentleys, man. Those are expenses, man. Cop that crib. <laughs> now, Listen, uh, do what do whatever you want with your money. You might just catch COVID and just drop. You have to be smart, man. Like some of these yeah. things, some of these things. Like, you know, the thing Dude. about a German, a German just like, it, like the expenses to maintain it is, is it's something else. Yeah. You check now. It's better to, to drop dead when you got a house than to drop dead when you got a beamer, man. It don't matter when you're dead. Okay, so it's let him cop a crib then. <laughs> Yeah, oh, just to go yeah. back on what the, on what Shorty said on on, on the album, um, there's a part where she says, um, "Took me like twenty twenty years to love myself." I was out here thinking, this dude out here dating cool guys or something. Nah, nah. So, so at what point does a chick come to say that was on the want back? Yeah. You know what? I think I think I think the perspective she was going with is that you know sometimes women will tolerate men and tolerate all the stuff they do. And then once a woman develops a great appreciation of herself, she sort of realizes that, you know, why am I putting up with this when I deserve better? You know? So, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's, 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 that song is a really, you know, cause you know how you, you sometimes people make songs like, Oh, I want you back. And they always make it seem like I'm going to get her back. Now this one is where you know I want you back, but you know you said Chick no. Chick is like sat. <laughs> She's like Jack. <laughs> yeah. I wish someone would do like that. Yo, I, I do want you back, but I'm not gonna do a whole lot of extra running. I'm gonna run, but not so much. Are we doing this? Man. Nah. Are we not gonna be adults about this? Or nah? <laughs> Man, in a pandemic. <laughs> Man, in hindsight, you know, I don't really believe in like doing it all over again. But like, you know, the game is so crazy right now. Sometimes it's better to stick to what you know. You know. 
Hey, yo. Also confirm this. Is she the same chick on the Friday night, Sunday morning? No. So, so, so that's all, that's all VI. So I'm, I'm not sure who that was. Um, I'm not sure if it was his friend or his girlfriend. Something like Pida. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not even sure, but it, it sounded good though. Basically, VI just said, yo, um, I want to work on like a R&B project. And then I was like, okay, cool. So I really, I really didn't have any input in terms of like what he was talking about or yeah. even uh, just the direction he was going in. But I was just, I was just basically in charge of the beats. Like I made all the beats. We, we co-produced one. So basically he, he basically mm. sent me the one we co-produced, he sent me like, um, basically it had like, um, a pad and it had a loop. So I just added the drums. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, I just gave him the beat. Cause you see the thing is like with, with me, like on my production style, just me, like, obviously like, I'll be honest with you. Right. So if, when it comes to like, like Zim music, right. I don't think I'm going to be dead honest with you. I don't, I wouldn't say my music is like for the masses. I'd say it's like niche music, right? Because one, R&B is not, is not big in Zim, right? And secondly, like I, I made a decision that, you know, this is going to be the type of music I make and I know it's going to take me a long time probably yeah. to get to the top with it, but I want to be true to myself. But the only cool thing about that is that now I have this unique sound where you know, if I if 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 an artist comes to me, I can like take them in another direction. And then also, if someone hears my music, they're like, okay, yeah. this sounds really different from everything else that's out there. So, I think you know, for him, he just wanted to he he wanted to do something different, and I just wanted to give him like a different, you know, a different sound. You know. Yeah, that was definitely your pocket. Cause I I listened to his uh, his uh, I think his most recent the uh, the Fanchoga and a couple of other like bits and pieces. I never really followed his stuff, but after I heard this, I'm like, no, this guy is actually telling stories. I fuck with nah, this. And that's nah, what I feel like. He's really like, good, man. Let me tweet him. So yeah, he gained one more new fan. Nah, he's really good, man. He he produces yeah. as well. He he mixes, he masters, and his work ethic is he's always dropping a song or something, man. So huh. you know. So I saw you also on his like artist to artist podcast on IG. Uh I just caught like a little bit of it. And he was like, um, I think he's you said you were gonna send him some. I don't know if you guys were just saying it, but you don't want to be those, yeah, so, yeah, be like a sequel. Yeah, he wants he wants to do a sequel, and I think I think I think a sequel would be would be dope. 
But I think this time on the sequel, I'll probably, I'll probably feature on it as well because I didn't feature on the other one, like in terms of vocals. So probably this yeah. time, um, I'll be involved. But um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting because you know, like, I'm not, I'm not really in a toxic space anymore. So, oh, it, it'll, it'll, it'll be so interesting to see, you know, what angle we can, we can tackle, you know. Your music is about to fall off. Come on, ah, you need ah, to bring a task. Mary J. Blige, Keisha Cole, they make their best music when their when their personal lives have gone to shit. They give us the best gold. When they're happy, not so much. Adele, you left out Adele. In the Adele, oh god, not too much, but yeah, her too. What? So, you so I don't so I, so I don't know. I don't know, Drizzy. I don't know if the, uh, you know. But anyway, we we we'll, we'll, we'll figure we'll, it out. We'll figure, we'll figure it out. out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cross the bridge when we get there. Okay. Can you at least pretend to be in a toxic space? <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you like, if, if you like, I can I can go back to I can I can get some old memories, you know. Yeah. Because when you, nah. you know because with the toxic stuff, people will be wondering. Okay, shit. Uh, some hey, people be like, you know what? Uh, as 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 a man who's fought depression myself and also has attempted suicide like back in the day, I say if you're getting out of that place, stay the fuck out of it. You've made the music nah, nah, nah. in that stage. Get the fuck out of it. And if you're out of it, write new stuff. Even if that stuff stinks, you're better off making shit music with the with a healthier mental state than making dope music with a shit mental state. Keep it real Fridays with Celatine and Brian Willis. We 
Fridays with Celatine and Brian Willis. V V It's not it's not to say a shit mental state, but it's like uh referring to okay, but this is like from from uh six the look. There's a part where he's like telling the chick you always say you're not for fuck boys and blah blah blah, but voila, you're here. The type of vibes we <laughs> You know that, those, uh, that kind of toxic. You know, I'm not saying I want to promote music like that. <laughs> you already are. You know? But people, people find themselves in. You know, people have found themselves, even myself, in my past. Before I got out the game, <laughs> I used to find myself in such you know nonsense, nonsense situations where you'd be like, "Shh, maybe one day when I write a book." I still, for, I still forget you're married, Salatine. You know that. <laughs> hey, now, now, but you know, I'll put it like this: so like, you know, when I say like toxicity, I mean sort of like, you know, what what it what I was like, like just in terms of relationships. However, like, I, if I'm if we're gonna be honest, like, no one ever truly like loses their toxicity, right? It's just yeah. you probably find different ways to channel it. Right. Yeah, you you handle it better. Yeah. So I mean, you know, so, like so, my music is is obviously like I talk about relationships, and obviously mm. I make I make music for like the ladies or just like you know relationship stuff. So it's always there'll always be a hint of something, you know. But probably you're not ever gonna hear me like drowning my feelings like that. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Someone will have to break my heart, man. Because <laughs> you know what? I was just looking at the landscape And I'm thinking to myself Okay I think one of the people You might even agree Who seems to be doing well You know In the in the pop Popish like Takura But 
is it really are they you know sonically sounding good but is there really some 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 jewels you know like when when future drops people are just looking for some quotable some toxic yeah. quotables like okay whose chick was he thing with in some Gucci flip flops yeah i i get what you, you know, mean man like i think so some stories some substance you know yeah i think i think well yeah but he's 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 like he's a father so you know he's, he is you know he he's even though i'll tell you this right like mm. like between between like so i heard these new projects and i like it but like i was just thinking like you know i got to figure away cuz i feel like sonically i could take him somewhere else like you know uh in fact there's so many people so next year like this year i just want to sort of like pop music just so that i yeah. can create like establish myself so people know my sound and know what i'm like and then next year i'm going to try branch out to like produce for people and 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 stuff like at the moment like i i, I think shocky's working on some stuff i sent him so i just got like i just got like just Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, man. Uh, so I, I saw on your on that artist to artist thing, you also mentioned that he's your favorite person in Zim, like doing stuff. So yeah, now that you I'll like re- reaffirmed it tonight, I was like, okay, so you must you must really like him. You're not just being nice. No, nah, I'll tell you I'll, I'll I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why he's my favorite because I remember so I first started talking to him like when he when he started releasing his first song and he didn't quite know if he could do it, right? Uh-huh. And then he dropped like that, his first first song. First first song before the album, before mm. before the album. Then he dropped the album, right? Then he dropped the second one. right and then he just like disappeared for a second right but the reason why i he's my favorite is because like he just he's he's human like he wears his heart on his sleeve so for example when he says like he's very open like yo i'm i'm writing again or i'm gaining confidence again or you know what i mean it's very relatable and yeah. i like artists who are like relatable i like artists who like I feel what they're saying. I, I feel what they're saying. Shows you he's human. That's exactly how Shaki's like. Yeah, you know, you know. But I have so, I have other other favorites. Like so, my favorite ever is probably uh, obviously Tags because you know Tags is Tags, mm. and I used to work with him. So you know, uh, that's always that's the always gonna be, that's always going to be my goat. If you ask me, yeah. like. I'm, so, I'm surprised you didn't give him, you didn't give him your project to mix and master. I was like, I was waiting for you to mention it. I'm like, okay, maybe. Okay. You know what? So I think I think like so he mixed he mixed um, thinking at 3 a.m. Uh, but this time, so um, I, I, you didn't like this, it. No, no, it's not that I didn't like it, but like I've grown because I've grown as a musician and I'm different now. Um, and also cuz i'm in london and you see the difference with my music the difference with the music i'm making now is that you know when i was making music like in zim i was like aiming to make you know i wanted my music to get on you know you know zfm and all that stuff but now that i'm making music 
my music is getting to places I would never believe. So, like, for example, you know, like, when I look at my Spotify, like, the top five cities are, like, top five countries are, like, Brazil, Mexico, UK, Russia, you know, and... And also in UK, like a lot of like indie publications are now catching on to me. So I'm now realizing that, you know what, I can actually do this. So when I decided that I was going to mix this project, it wasn't even about, I didn't want to work with tags, but I just wanted to like, I guess, establish myself, like, you know, do it on my own, you yeah. know. And, and also, like I said, when I got the opportunity to work like with the engineer from Dreamville, I just felt that, you know, um, it's just a, it was just a good way to reintroduce myself, you know. Um, but you always, never know. You never know, man. Do do my give it to boss. I don't know how dope how dope that guy is. Uh, <laughs> he's, from, from, he's, he might be like, yo, my man's. I was I was mixing your stuff, and then he just decided to cut in. I don't know if you like it, blah blah blah. And then you never know. <laughs> you you never off. know, man. You know. So yeah, man. I just I just think like the the interesting part of my music right now is that it's 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 getting to places I never thought and it's now making me realize that okay you know what, I think I can do this so like I think the goal for me is just to like continue to expand my sound and uh, you know just keep pushing man on social media recently saw you threatening some new music so is there like a date Oh uh, man, so so basically uh what I did is you know I just decided, you know, let me just give the people what they want. So I actually I actually dropped um it's just a short EP, like three songs. I dropped it like on mm. Friday. Mm. Um it's called Talking Stages, Volume One. And all right, uh, all right. yeah, man, it's doing good. I've already got it playlisted on the on a few playlists. Um, it's it's, it's an R and B project, man. So I'm just singing. There's no there's no raps here. But um, yeah, I just you know it's because we're in a lockdown. Okay, not in a lockdown, but you know, COVID. We're all working from home, you know. And because I hadn't put music out for like almost three years, yeah. all I do literally is I I work on music because you know I treat it like like a sport, so I'm always practicing. So when I make a beat, I treat it like I'm it's practice and even recording. Cause late in the night was the first project where I was actually singing. So yeah, you know, the singing and using melody, I'm still I'm still new at it. So I'm literally getting better in real time. So it's just like practice. So I just record a lot of music. So, you know, I don't want to sit on it. So, you know, I just I just put it out. But you, you mentioned something very important, like with the ZFMs and wanting to get played. Can you tell some of these artists today the the value in playlisting that they should want, or maybe I don't know how how maybe they should yearn more to get playlisted as opposed to uh, you know shout out to, to radio. Radio is good, national, whatever. A little bit of recognition, but the value of playlist. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you sort of like my my mindset, right? So like, I don't know if you've noticed that like there are a lot of artists who be like, oh man, Zim 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 people don't support me, uh, you know, so on and so forth. Which 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 is which they're they're very true, you know. I get it, but you know, 
I'm sort of like, you know, aim for the moon, land on the stars. So, mm. you know, when you when you make music, right? And so for me, like, I don't ever make music like I'm making music like for Zim or I'm making music for Nigeria. I just make music, right? Mm. So the good thing with playlists is that um, depending on how big the the publication is or the person is, they have a whole range of fans, right? That you didn't even know about. So you could have people in Brazil, States, Canada. And when you get on this playlist, what it's doing for you is that it's giving you new listeners. I think what the problem is with some artists is that I think an artist has to define what success is for them, right? So I think for so long we feel that success is being played on radio, you know, being number one on radio, which is fair and fine, but the truth is, like, not all of us are going to get played on radio, right? (laughs) It's just just what it is. However, I think it is what it is. It it doesn't mean you can't be successful. So let me give you an example. So, like, Mm. I don't... I've probably had one song played on like ZFM, right? Um, sure. Uh, the one, the fix, been played on the fix, right? But 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 it doesn't go beyond that, right? Salatan, what do you mean when you breathe out like that when he says the fix? I, I have an idea, but now <laughs> PT now PD and Lady could have their their their. They're good. They're great people. But basically, people. yeah. I mean, my experiences with them, man, it's been positive. Like, I, I don't know for uh, everyone else, but not everyone will say that. Yeah, but but I, but I also understand why. I understand why. So, <laughs> but but what I'm saying is that, like, I'm going to be honest with you. For me personally, I feel like the quality of my project, like it should be on ZFM. But I also know that. If we're gonna talk about where Zim music is today and and what you know what cases and relates to people in Zim right now, it probably may not be right. But yeah. you know that doesn't mean it's not a good project. I don't make good music. You just got to find other ways to get your music out there. So right now on on Spotify, I have like over almost over 600 monthly listeners and, and growing, right? Yeah. And for me, I've said it's my success... Huge. Yeah, and I'm saying for me, my success is getting as many people to listen to my music and to come back and to relate to it. And the crazy thing is, right, on my Instagram, like, you know, when you have a business, like, when you become a musician account, you have, like, your main folder and you have, like, a general folder. Mm. Literally every other day, I have someone from, like, either... Turkey or like in just anywhere just like your music is amazing you're amazing you know and days like that you're just that that sort of like keeps you going so I just think that you know success doesn't have to be defined by I'm being played on radio there's so much more (laughs) there's so much more like honestly if you can get your songs on playlists or if you have people online pushing your music that's success in itself because honestly, like the world's changing and honestly, like the way I see it, radio 
<laughs> may not be there, man, in like a few, <laughs> a few years, man. So I think you know, you know you gotta think bigger. This, this is clear as day. I'm sure you didn't get any tweets after your stuff got played on the on the fix. Nah, I just got I just got a tweet just that you know now playing and that was it. Yeah, definitely. And, and shout out to Danny, that guy. I'm sure he's is a friend of yours. He's like the station manager or whatnot. On the hottest shows on the station. On the on the on the hottest no no no. On the hottest shows on the station. You know what they do? They give like the, that whole Miss Red show or the drive time. Guys, this is the playlist. Do whatever there's a, there's a sit. So anything after six PM. So though the fix is nine, so you know, they're doing a lot for the culture. Is anyone else hearing gunshots? I sure as hell heard shots fired. They spread good vibes, but I'm saying like it's a it's a graveyard light. They just play their own, which is cool. They drink something for the culture, but I'm just saying like I mean like in terms of impact and for, for an artist to just be like. Having stress with no shit. I was not hey, they're doing their thing, man. They do yeah, their cool. thing. But I'm saying, like, they shouldn't, like, <laughs> hey. well, someone shouldn't want to kill themselves. With, oh, shit. I was Trissy. Trissy, my guy. <laughs> hey, look, my guy. It was really lovely having you on the show, my guy. Oh, man. Thank you. Oh, we love the EP. I loved it so much. Where can people <laughs> find the EP online and where can people find you on, on, on the socials? Socials, my my Insta, my Twitter at Trissy Parker. You can find the project on all streaming platforms: Spotify, Apple Music, Audio Mac, SoundCloud. Uh, you can find it everywhere. Uh, thank you, man, for the opportunity. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, like since we're gonna keep yeah, it man. real, yeah. Like my my success and like you know the love I get, I don't really get much love from like them in terms of my music. So. You know, even when you guys reached out, I was like, "Wow," you know, because like it doesn't. You know it the doesn't, vibes. But it, but it doesn't it doesn't disappoint me because I'm like you know at the end of the day, like if I if I keep doing the work, eventually yeah. everyone will catch on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. People definitely catch on, man. Yeah, Thanks man, a lot man. for coming through, my guys. Thank you for having and, me. And, and and do keep on shooting through some music. Nice. <laughs> Nah, I got you. Don't you worry. Once, <laughs> no doubt. All right, all right, all right. All good, Let's my see. G. Uh, we'll be definitely staying in tune with what's being on. Most definitely. Have a have a wonderful evening, and and thank you so much again, man. All thank right, you, brother. Okay. Speak soon. Take it easy. Keep it real Fridays with Celadine and Brian Willis. <laughs> Ain't a long distance. We were so sure before the distance. Love and I communicate. Never on time, but I'm never late. You need a real man in your life. Wanna settle, but don't wanna be a wife. We could catch two or three vibes. We could catch two or three vibes. Said I can't make you mine. But don't wanna waste your 